0: Hello fabulous friends and welcome back to another episode of the Booked and Blessed Podcast. I'm your host Carissa, here to help you get booked and feel blessed. Let's start off strong, jump right in to some life updates. Your girl has won the lottery yet again. She's a lucky gal, that song on instagram that's trending that's like i'm a lucky girl yeah that's how i feel right now at this rate we're gonna try to see every show on broadway and i'm now two for two on plays on broadway plays and i'm living for them so let's go what did i see this time you may ask life of Pi. but this specific performance i saw was extra special because one of the understudies for Pi. probably gonna say this wrong so write in correct me um but one of the understudy for Pi, whose name is Uma Paranpe was on and she is a female and let me tell you one thing we love here on booked and blessed another thing because we love quite a few things but it's a gender bend and she played that role so freaking well it was insane like I have only seen bits and pieces of the movie, but I remember when I started, well, like when the play started, I was just thinking, wait, isn't Pi supposed to be a dude? I don't know. And then I realized it because some of the actors, the other actors were like, ah, oh, blah, 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 with him, her, <laughs> because they're so used to doing the lines with the lead. So it was just funny. And I was like, okay, I was right. I was right. Pi is supposed to be um, a boy in the movie, but we, ah, uh, Ah, we loved it. It was so good and it still worked. Like, why does Pi have to be a boy? You know what I mean? Also, the hype over the puppetry in this show is absolutely warranted. It was incredible. Just go see it. The seats that I won were orchestra right second or third row because I think there's no one in the first row on the sides Um, because they're coming in and like in and out of the wings. Not the wings, but like There are ramps going up the stage, so they're kind of like in the audience. It's really, really cool. I thought it was amazing. So (laughs) I cannot recommend it enough. And the set, the attention to detail, they really made it seem like you were watching an actual boat floating in the middle of the ocean on stage somehow. And, you know, I just I love theater. The magic of theater. (sighs) Can't wait for my next show. Come on, lottery. Come through. (laughs) and another life update this was a first for me i had a theater that i already have a contract with at the end of the year ask me for two professional references after they asked me to send in callback material for a second show that they're interested in me for and i'm just gonna say that was a first for me that was a first for me that is all i'm gonna say (laughs) I don't want to say anything too crazy, but I'm like, y'all, you have my resume. So just very interesting. Next one, <laughs> next life update and last life update. I had a conversation with my voice coach. And at this point, he's basically also a career coach. Let's be honest. In terms of the pros and cons for me specifically and my circumstances Joining AEA, or the Actors' Equity Association, also known as The Union, that little conversation in turn prompted this week's topic. Dun, da, da dun. Now introducing the meat and potatoes of this week's episode, is joining The Union right for you? Well, let's discuss, shall we? Like anything else. There are pros and cons to consider before making a big career decision, but let's start with the pros. And before we dig into that, I will say I knew generally all of these things about the union, but I did do some research, uh, additional research for the specifics, and I will be putting the different resources I used to gather this information in the show notes if you want to read more, but this is, you know the gist of everything and i looked at multiple sources and kind of compiled all of this so to make it you know easy and digestible (laughs) digestible meat and potatoes would you look at that also quick side note since covid anyone who can prove they have worked professionally in theater in the past year as a performer can join the union with open access Whereas before you would have to rack up a certain number of points from working at union theaters or doing union tours or jobs, some union jobs will pay for your initial joining fee for you, which is always ideal. Everybody loves that um, because it's usually the biggest hurdle for joining for most people. And that is, you know, paying the entrance fee, which we will get into how much that is. So let's get into the pros, shall we? The Actors' Equity Association negotiates your minimum salary, hours, and fair working conditions and on any union job or show that you are a part of, there is a union member assigned as the union deputy and their job is to voice any concerns you may have to the union. They also have strict rules about breaks, and that is one thing I know from stories from other people. They're like, oh, after you've, you know, rehearsed this many hours, you need a 30 minute break or however long based on union rules. Obviously, very strict, which is nice, which is nice. Let me tell you, not that I would really know, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, they also give you supplemental workers compensation if you get injured. They provide health coverage, which is a big one for most people, but it is dependent on how many consecutive weeks of work you're employed. Not everyone automatically qualifies for this health coverage. So, you know, you might get it. You might not kind of wild. They provide a pension and a 401k, even though retirement sometimes seems like a far off dream to most of us performers. It has to happen eventually even if we don't want to think about it. So it's nice to know that if you are part of the union, you have that option. A guaranteed paycheck, they require most producers to post a bond. So if a show closes or defaults, you'll still get paid or, you know, a lot of shows, not a lot of shows, but if a show closes earlier than it was supposed to, then your contract was, you should still be getting paid for that via the union. Another big reason most people join the union is for audition access you basically get access to the equity audition notices on their site and can sign up in advance for appointment time and you are guaranteed to be seen which is kind of a big deal because you can't book if you can't even get in the room kind of self-explanatory and as we learned from my recent 4 a.m audition adventure uh yeah it's horrible you just sit there and you're like maybe i'll get seen maybe i won't and it's kind of a waste of everyone's time And my friend who I went with to that audition woke up at 4 a.m. again on a different day to audition for one of the shows that we were going to audition for that day and was told at 10.30 in the morning they wouldn't be seeing anyone that was not part of the union. So that was two of his days that were basically wasted. And um, we don't love that. We really don't. And last on my list of pros discounts on rehearsal spaces, spas, gyms, hotels, travel, workshops, etc., etc. And those are all great. You know, we you know, we love we love unions sometimes. And we love the benefits that they can provide, especially when it's giving you access to jobs that you cannot audition for if you are not part of it and they pay way better and the minimum Payment that you would receive from a union job is much more than a non-union job most of the time. So we like to see that, but we'll get into the cons now. You're limited to only performing in equity shows or contracts and can't take non-union job offers. And the loophole for that is if it's outside of the US or like an international contract because the union rules do not apply overseas that I know of. There are sometimes less opportunities when you're equity versus non-equity, which means more competition for the equity jobs that are available. And as I said before, the initial payment to join, I'm going to tell you the exact number now that I know, is $1,700 paid within a maximum of two years. But they do have payment plans available if and when you book a contract, you will have weekly deductions from your salary to pay that um, $1,700. You also on top of that have to pay basic dues, which are billed twice yearly in May and November and total $176. So each time they bill you, it is $88, two times a year. And then on top of that, (laughs) working dues are taken out of your pay when you're on contracts. And that is 2.5% of your gross earnings. And they are taken out of your weekly check. And some theaters only hire a certain number of equity actors because, as an equity actor, you cost more to hire since the theater is required to pay the minimum union rate, which we said is higher than non-union rates, and they also have to pay into the pension and health insurance. And especially after COVID, many theaters often can't afford to hire equity actors because they lost so much money in the time that they had to be shut down because live theater was not allowed. And on top of all this, according to Equity's annual report from 2020 to 2021, but I mean, you know what? I don't know if this is a fair judge because this was COVID. You know, you, you got to look into the data. I'm now realizing this, but in their annual report from 2020 to 2021, a majority of AEA members made less than $10,000 yearly from union contracts with most making less than $2500 annually. And that's just absurd, especially when you have to pay all those dues. Like that's a little more than the joining rate, you know? I'm going to be optimistic and say that was because that was the year of the vid. <laughs> so, another sh- another fun little uh fun little fact little anecdote here. Patty Lapone actually left the union and we love her, but also She's such a big name that she can kind of take advantage of this clause that allows Broadway producers to use special guest contracts. So like, not necessarily beneficial to the majority of us, but we love her for speaking out and being like, I don't need the union. And you're like, that's because you're Patti (laughs) LaPone." But hey, if it's, if Patti's too good for it, you make your own call there. Well, guys, that's, All I have for you this week, I need to keep prepping for my last class in my director's residence series, where I will be workshopping songs and monologues with the resident director of a certain Broadway show. (laughs) But if this podcast has added value to your life, I would so appreciate if you could give me a little five star rating, a review, and also, you know, feel free to subscribe if you want to know when new episodes drop every Monday. This one is coming out later in the day. Maybe one day my life will be back to normal and I can just record on Sundays again or even earlier, but that's not how it's been lately. Um, I'm very excited for my class tomorrow. I can't wait to tell you all how it goes. I think we're all watching everyone else too. And uh, I love stuff like that because the performing arts high school that I went to, we would all watch each other perform and then give each other constructive criticism obviously we won't be doing that but the best way to kind of see how you can improve is watching other people and seeing what you liked and maybe wouldn't necessarily do yourself and working that and being knowledgeable of that and yeah what works and what doesn't that's what it's all about and as always if you have any questions concerns or burning inquiries, feel free to message me on Instagram at Pod or at Carissa Hope. That is K-A-R-I-S-A-H-O-P-E. And you know what? Give me a follow if you feel so inclined. And with that, I hope you have a great Memorial Day Monday and an even better rest of your week. Let's get booked and blessed, y'all.